Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting, thrilling episode of the LMC Cast. With you, as always, is your host and executive director of LMC TV, Matt Sullivan, joined today by Sharon Latimer Mosley, Sibylla Chipaziwa, Dina Schumacher, Stefan Aloisa, and Robert Moretti. Woo. You like that extra T? I'm just going to introduce you that way when you come in at, from now on. Uh, it is Friday. We are happy. Lots going on, as always, at LMC TV. We're going to spread the wealth here, share around the table, and uh, have our wonderful staff fill you guys in on what is going on at LMC TV. Mr. Rob. Moretti. Uh, well, sports is, uh, we're about midway through the season, so uh, we can kind of get a report card on a lot of the teams that are playing locally. Uh, I wanted to highlight some teams that have, I think, surpassed expectations so far. Uh, number one team i got to give it up to is the Rhineck field hockey team. They have a very small roster. There's 11 girls on the field at any one time in a field hockey game. Their roster is 13. Wow. That is not a whole lot of room for uh, injury or Exhaustion. sickness or anything. Well, yeah, we were there yesterday, and uh, one girl left before the game started. I don't know why, so I'm not going to speculate. Okay. But they had a one-girl bench. Wow. But they won. Wow. Good They're for them. They're playing well. They have a 5-2 and two record. Uh, one of their losses was a really good game against a, a good Bronxville team with a larger roster. There was a 2-1 to one loss. So i got to give it up to them. They're, yeah, they're, they're out there. Impressive. They're playing tough, playing gritty, and they're playing the whole game. Way to so, go, right now. Awesome. Have to applaud Yay, them. Neck. Also at Ryanek, uh, the football team is 2-1. and one. They also have a game at Irvington. It's tomorrow, but by the time this podcast hits your ears, that game will have happened. They're having an interesting year because they're in a developmental league right now with other teams that have had trouble scheduling competitive games the last few years. And it's really helped them. They're 2-1. and one. They've looked really good. They've shifted their offense, which I think is incredible. I guess in a developmental league, you have the latitude to do that. They historically play at like a three-headed running back misdirection offense, and they've completely changed. They're playing the spread. They're coming out in four wide receiver sets. Uh, their sophomore quarterback, Evan Falco, has looked really good in this system. He's making a lot of good throws. And the team has a chance, I think, if they can keep playing this well to make it to the league championship game on November 3rd, which I believe is scheduled to be played at Pace University. So that'd be really awesome if they can uh, crown their season with uh, championship game appearance. Excellent. Well, sp- varsity sports alive and well and thriving at Ryanek. They are. They're doing quite well. The boys soccer team's doing well also, but we expected that. So you guys know who you are. <laughs> Excellent uh, sports report, Rob. Yeah, we're not Thank done you. yet. There's, we're not, oh my there's goodness. more. There's did quickly want to mention the Bamaranek football team. They're 3-1. and one. They played Ossining tonight. Their only loss was to New Rochelle. Uh, they made a lot of competitive plays in that game, even though the scoreboard didn't reflect that. Uh, they're led by uh, Charlie Parkinson, Shane Smith, and senior quarterback Tommy Dillon, who is a Dillon. Is a Dillon. He's a Dillon. There are more Dillons. He's of the Dillons. <laughs> the Dillons live on. The famous Dillons. Wow. Yeah. Uh, big game next Friday. They play White Plains, who's also 3-1. and one. That's uh, October 5th. Uh, at 7 o'clock. Big playoff implications. Mavarinik hasn't hosted a home playoff game uh, for as long as I can remember. So they have a chance to do that. They can win against Ossining this week. And if they could beat White Plains next week, they've got a solid chance to pick up a home playoff game this year. Awesome. Well, we will be rooting for the Mavarinik Tigers, our, uh, our, our next-door neighbors. Right here yeah, the they, play, they play less than a football field away from us. That is right, they do. We hear them all the time. So we'll move on to our band. programming report, Mr. Stefan Aloisa. Hello, good people. 
Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was Can good. we in- incorporate that every time? <laughs> All right, sure. Is, is it the power? Are you, are you uh, reflecting? You're wearing a, a hat right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm sensing some character coming through on that hat. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'll have to start good it people. off. Good Hello, person. good people, every time. Um, so, not much going on right now. Um, but we have the uh, first round of Meet the Candidates for 2018. Um, so that will be airing on, that's going to be Tuesdays and Fridays going on into the weekend in the uh, 8.30, 9 o'clock uh, primetime slots on our uh, public channel, 75 and 36 on Verizon, 75 on Optimum. Um, so we actually have the Village of Marinic Democrats and the Attorney General um, under the Green Party. So Excellent. Now this um, is an uncontested election in the Village of Marinic. We have mm. three... Uh, people that are running for office. We have Keith Waite, uh, Victor Tafour, and Dan Natchez, right? So those are the three that will mm-hmm. be featured on the Meet the Candidates program. So yep. tune in, check it out, figure out what's going on in the village of Mamaroneck. Yeah. And uh, upcoming in uh, the month of October, big highlight is Terror TV. Oh, yeah. Season Woo. three premiering Friday, October 12th at 11 p.m. That is going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing that all finished and put together. Hello. Back from the grave, oh. year after year, season three. That's that's how I know it's uh, Halloween season is I see, you know, the decorations come up in the studio and we know we're filming another season. There you go. Yay. That's, well, we're, how we're, sh- that's how it should be. We are big on Halloween here at LMC TV. One of our, one of our favorite holidays, certainly the most fun of all of them. <laughs> so uh, we, we have a lot of, we have some good times here with, with Halloween. Yep. And uh, coming up, I haven't set a schedule yet, but um, in October, we will be premiering also Dina's new project, Pawns and Pieces. Pawns and Pieces. Give it up. Yeah. yeah. What, is, what are some of the names of the Pawns and Pieces? Well, it's like pretty much like Queen, <laughs> Queen, Queen Yin, Queen, uh, yeah. <laughs> Queen Yang, uh, King Yang, King Yin, uh, Skylar Yin, The Knight. There's only one the knight. knight. It's The Knight. Tower. Tower. <laughs> yeah. We kept it. I kept it basic because, you know, it's okay. complicated. I, I do have a question. He to watched ask, it, by the way. He I watched did watch some it. of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. What's, what's, like uh, what, what are the reviews saying? I can't. Uh, they, they, I, I I like it. It's very positive. How many thumbs, Stefan? I'm gonna. They're, they're pieces have no thumbs, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. I'm just gonna yeah. say it's, uh, it's definitely a checkmate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey now, like what you did there. there you I go. like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Now I have a question though. It's like most of the names were pretty generic. So queen, yeah. king, well, yeah. tower. Yeah. Why did Skylar get Skylar? I don't know if you've uh, anyone's paid attention to any of my work, but I usually have a strong female lead. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Sky's but, the limit. Well, I mean, because uh, was ah. in that like type of world I'm creating, like a, a female warrior would be uncommon. So she'd mm. have a name that everyone in the land would know, and I think that happens throughout it, where they're like, "Oh my God, it's Skylar Yin," you know. <laughs> How about Red Sonia? Red Sonia is an inspiration of my life. Uh-huh. I love Red Sonia so, so much. Brie G. Nielsen. Brie G. So- oh, Nielsen. You got to get on the, uh, Netflix. It was in the con, uh, the Conan days of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. And actually Arnold's okay. in it too, but it was like 87, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, 1987 you, you may have stumped me. There are a few films that I don't know the year, but not, that Ooh. sounds about right. If you've never seen Red Sonia, you probably aren't missing out on much except 
It's amazing also If you at haven't the same seen time. Red Sonja, stop listening to this and go see <laughs> Red Sonja. 1985. Oh, I was close. That so is close. right. I was a little busy then. Okay. A female <laughs> redhead sets out on a killing spree to avenge her family's murder, according to IMDb. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. But she's she's like being very protective and she saves the land and all. And then, you know, she fights. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Never never much of a, a Conan or that kind of. Uh, oh, no, I'm a huge uh, fantasy fan. So he's yeah. <laughs> like, definitely going to watch them all. But. Well, check it out. Yeah. Red Sonia, Dina Schumacher's favorite. <laughs> if you don't see it, you cannot have a show at LMC TV. <laughs> That's, that, that'll be in our new uh, producer agreement. Yeah. And of course, don't. Don't miss Pawns and Pieces. That's right. <laughs> Pawns and Pieces, which is, for those of you who don't know, a stop-motion animation piece in, w- in, a, in a world. In a world. <laughs> and you take it over from there, Dina. So check it out, Pawns and Pieces. Dina Schumacher. Well, I think I took over some of Stefan's time, so we'll, we'll you know, keep... Keep, uh, are you good, Stefan? Do you need oh, anything okay. else? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, things that are going on in the studio. The studio is always bumping. We got a lot of stuff. Today alone, there are three shoots after this, so that's why we're going to have to get this podcast on the road. Uh, got Meet the Candidates coming in today uh, for another episode. Another episode of Curious. <laughs> Produced by the Sharon Mosley uh, is happening in the studio today, as well as another episode of Black Sploit and the ver- the second podcast that is not an LMC podcast is recording tonight. So apparently, hey, it's happening, people. You want a podcast? Come talk to me, and you- it could happen here at LMC TV. So. That's happening tonight in the studio. Next week is uh, nice and slow to catch up on things, hopefully (laughs) fix broken things. But new additions, we have amazing um, new background lights in the studio, creating nice LEDs to to provide some like color action. Um, I'm always looking to try to make sure each producer's set looks very different. The virtual sets have been very helpful with that, but I've also picked up a few more pieces to add with that. So if you're looking for something colorful, magical, and peaceful, I've got the thing for you. Okay. All right. All right. And I think that's that's really it for my studio report. That, that sounds excellent. Well, we're going to go back to the Red Sonia report and read a <laughs> quote from the film. No man may have me unless he's beaten me in a fair fight. So the only man that can have you is one who's trying to kill you. That's logic. That's how I live my life again. Like honestly, <laughs> that is that is. Uh, you guys are learning excellent so much. Dialogue about, you're of learning Red so Sonia. much about me now. <laughs> I love uh, it. Another <laughs> line being, I'm going to feed your eyes to the birds, red hair. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, right. it's so good, guys. Red Sonia. So good. God, we, we must like be the, getting paid by the people, the producers of Red Sonia. Brigitte was like, she was on fire. She was like the same height as Arnold, too. So, like, you, you felt their equality. And she was wielding a broadsword in it as they're fighting. Like, granted, the choreography wasn't wonderful, but still, she was really wielding that sword. It was the idea of the character. I actually wrote a short story that was similar to to that, based off of that, too. This is how influential this movie is in my life. Yeah, I mean, this is... All right. All right. Uh, let's hear about what uh, Red Sonia has... Oh, my goodness. Dina is dying. Uh, let's hear what Red Sonia is doing on the news. Oh, yeah, red is all color. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Hey, I'm Sibylla. So uh past couple of weeks have been quite busy, and we are, you know, going to try keeping busy. Um, 
for great feedback from last week's show. We had Lou Young. He's retired from CBS2, New York. He'll be teaching classes right next door to us as part of the Lashmont Memorandum Continuing Center for Education. And we also had Alina Tugent. She is a New York Times contributor. She's an author of a book, uh, Better by Mistake. Uh, you should look that up. Uh, it was quite a lovely discussion. I joined our uh, regular host. She anchors and she does around tables as well, more Karen. So it was pretty good. Um, the full episode is on YouTube. Uh, this week, we had the assistant news editor, Anchor, for the first time, Sebastian Hall. And he did so He did so well, to be honest. He did so well. This was on Emmy's Fashion. No, no, last oh, night. This, I'm last sorry. Night. I'm, I'm, yeah, last okay. night. Last night he hosted the whole um, show. That'd be September 27th, because obviously this will air oh, after yeah, that. that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had quite a good few good packages. Um, I was involved in all of them. Um, Rob Moretti was on the show as well, <laughs> talking about uh, the LMC Varsity Sports uh, program here at the station. Nice tie. Yes. Um, then also highlighted the Larchmont Arts Festival that's happening on Saturday, September 29th. Um, and more stuff about uh, flooding, just a brief you know, mention. That's obviously something that the community is trying to mitigate with the help of the Army Corps and all that. But um, it took a half an hour show. to get through that. Yeah. Definitely keep watching the show. Obviously, that's a hot topic, and it seems that especially next year it's going to be set into motion because you know they've been waiting oh. for funding and all that stuff oh. and it's terrible right it gets right. It it's like it's right. very bad we want to stay on top of yes. and uh you know we're we're certainly here as an organization to help those in need uh families in mamaronic if you want to come to us with any news or tidbits uh we'd be happy to share that with the community so um you know yes. our, our our prayers go out and our <coughs> thoughts go out <coughs> to all the families who were affected by the floods yeah, uh, next week we're going to have the Community Resource Center based on Mamaroneck talk about the Green Light Initiative. It's basically to help undocumented people get uh, driver's licenses. And they have a gala the following day on the 5th, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, to coincide with celebrating uh, Hispanic Month here in Westchester County. Uh, they have a gala for just the Resource Center, I believe, in November. Um, they'll probably talk about that in the live roundtable next week. And um, <clears throat> something that I ran into, um, you know, uh, one of the things I used to do after I interned here on the show and at uh, LMC TV was record municipal meetings. Uh, that's something Stefan does sometimes too. Um, and also, we uh, people can ask us to cover events. You can visit lmctv.org for more info. Uh, I'll be going to Manhattanville College tomorrow to record the panels at the Fall Food Justice Conference. And I realized that it was something I really wanted to go to last year, so like this is perfect. Um, there's going to be a talk on how to manage food waste in Westchester, and they'll be offering strategies for homeschool, workplace, and beyond. Look out for that next week on the local live. Uh, this is just a perfect example of how you can take something bigger and you know localize it. 
I'm super excited. I just dropped off my first bucket of compost today to the village to like go ahead and be done. And it was really gross, but it was still (laughs) fun to do. And the guy, Robert, shout out to him down there, talked me through a lot of stuff and gave me some like good (laughs) tips on things. I was like, oh man, that's really helpful. (laughs) So, woo. The first step is just being aware of of what we do and the footprint Mm. that we're leaving. You know, I I see uh, where I live, so many people, we have a collective recycling and just the uh, fact that people can't even put paper in the paper bin or plastics in the plastic bin, you know, come on, guys, we got to we got to make better steps and, and, and do better to keep uh, this planet alive and thriving and well for everyone we else really and do. generations to come. Uh, to spin off on that, thanks, everyone. Like flowing very nicely here. Uh, you live in the village of Mamaranekdina. They recently started their food composting program. The village of Larchmont and the town of Mamaranek recently celebrated a year uh, last Saturday at uh, the Down to Earth Farmers Market in Larchmont. So, yeah, they've done a really cool job. They've done, oh my God, was it 50 tons really? over the past year wow. with 500 resident families participating? Excellent. Right? And they won an Echo Award, um, sorry, Eco Award, um, maybe in June. Definitely at the beginning of summer sometime from the county. So that's, good that's pretty cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Stepping it up. It feels really good, honestly, composting. One, the thing is closed, so you're not dealing with the smell. Um, you that was going to be my question. Yeah. How does that smell? <laughs> your garbage. It's very interesting. You have to bring your garbage out less so you're not throwing out, like, empty bags of garbage because you don't have things rotting. You know, it's just other garbage that's going in there so like i don't know i feel pretty awesome about doing this i have like you know four different things to keep track of but at the end of the day it's not terribly difficult for me to manage in my home and then just bring it outside and put it in the correct places so i don't know i was so i was so jealous when the town and larchmont started the program so like before tom had been elected i was like so tom it's gonna happen in the village right and he's like Okay, what was whatever the day after he got in, like elected and brought into the office? He's like, okay, email me that morning. And I'm like, yes, I will. We need this to so happen. So are here. you claiming responsibility for uh, the composting <laughs> initiative in the village? No, I, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Go, Dina. It was all Sunday's idea. <laughs> well, everyone who was involved, thank you. It's important that we do this, and we definitely want to keep, uh, keep track of that. So keep up the good work. Miss Sharon Latimer Mosley, what's going on your end? Um, all right. So the Largemont Lions invite you to meet and learn about Guiding Eyes for the Blind and their puppies Saturday, October 6th, 8.30 to 1 at the Largemont Farmer's Market. Did someone say puppies? Yes. <laughs> we love puppies. puppies and babies are cute. Our number one rated shows are about all about puppies. puppies. Yeah. But these are special puppies that grow up to be guiding eyes oh they're such they're so good dogs i'm sorry they're such hard workers yes, <laughs> like where are. would we be without dogs i just saw the fleet a fleet of do- uh, puppies in um australia that are, are br- being brought to the service and they're the p group so they all have p starting names and i'm like that's adorable <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay uh the marshlands conservatives conservancy and rye is looking for photos taken of the conservancy to be displayed at the 45th annual marshlands photography exhibit the deadline is saturday october 6th and sunday october 7th 10 to 3 p.m for information you can visit westchestergov.com slash parks uh, the mamaronic teen library presents 
Walking Dead Day. Ooh. Saturday, October 13th at 11 a.m. Oh, speaking of Walking Dead, I still have not been able to get the darn app to work. So oh. there's apparently a wine wine bottles that uh, you download an app and the, the label comes to life and Walking Dead has one of them where it like shatters through and like Rick or a zombie will come through the wine bottle. But the point is your your mom made a lamp out of the bottle. That's... All right, Sharon, way to, way to bring me back to reality. Yes, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> my mother made a lamp out of a Walking Dead wine bottle that also <laughs> works with this awesome app. <laughs> ah, technology. We'll be on the final exam. Thanks, Sharon, anything else on your end? Yes. Um, LMC TV will be at the Fall Food Truck Festival yes, we Saturday, will. October 20th. That's from the town of Mamaroneck at Memorial Park in Larchmont. And we invite you to wear your capes and fly through the sky with the green screen. Yes, we do. That coincides with National Community Media Day, which is a celebration of all community media across our country. And it just so happens that, you know, We'll be there eating food and celebrating community media. What can be better? So come visit us on the 20th at Memorial Field. Uh, and the last thing I have is a free um, lecture, How to Stretch Your Healthcare Dollar. <clears throat> Excuse me. How to Stretch Your Healthcare Dollars. And that's through the Large Mountain Marinic Continuing Education. Um, pro- it's a program. It's free. It's a Thursday, October 4th. There's one at 4 p.m. and there's one at 7 p.m. If you need to register, you can just go to the Continuing Education website. Um, I don't have the number here to call. Oh, We'll find it. Okay. Got this thing called the Internet. Or check it out on the Community Bulletin Board. There you go. Even better. Stay tuned to LMC TV. All right, guys. We will be right back with more LMC cast right after this. All right, we are back at LMC Cast, and we are going to dive into production tips, those things that you want to know, whether it's photography, video, photo editing, uh, you name it. If there's ever anything that you guys want us to talk about on this show, do not hesitate to email us at lmctv at lmctv.org, and we'd be happy to incorporate that into our podcast. That being said, Rob, what do you have for production tips, Mr. Varsity Sports? Moretti. That's the word of the day, isn't it? (laughs) Moretti. You know, one thing I've noticed, uh, not just in sports production, but across all of our productions, is that everyone could could use a a refresher on the rule of thirds at times. I couldn't agree more. Yes. uh, So the rule of thirds, for those who aren't familiar, which is nobody in this room, um, is using, is splitting your frame up, and this works in in photography as well as video, uh, into kind of thirds, both horizontally and vertically, and using that as a way of framing your shot in a more way, in a way that's more appealing to the eye. Um, I like to, to think that there are uh, appropriately three kinds of people. There are those that simply get it, they see it, and they do it without thinking about it. There are people who can learn it, and there, there are the hopeless. <laughs> and I don't know, there, there have been some hopeless, but uh, Rob, how full is that glass that you have in front of you? 
about half. Yeah. <laughs> just half. Just half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think we go. could start seeing Killjoy slipping through. Uh, <laughs> but you know, That's not to do. discourage the hopeless. It just means the work behind the camera might not be for you, and you can always work in front of the camera as an as an on air host and never have to pick up a camera. Please. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Burn. Ouch. All right. Rule of Ouch. thirds. Make sure you. Listen, if you're on that varsity sports crew, I hope you know that rule of thirds. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All right. Any other uh, tips from you, Rob? Uh, that was my tip of the day. But tip of the day. All right. Could so always we'll, have another one next time. I'm sure we'll come around. All right, Mr. Stefan, what do you have from Steph Stop Photography? Um, I'm not going to touch on the first one too much because I feel like it deals with pre-production. I think Dina's the person to talk to about that. Um, pre-production but is Dina's middle name. Yes. It's yes. actually on a birth certificate. But Dina, part of that. pre-production Schumacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. <laughs> Secrets are just coming out all over the place. <laughs> and now you know. Um, but yeah, uh, first thing um, I wanted to just mention was just kind of anytime you're going into a shoot, whether it's photos or videos or stuff, just be ready for anything. Um, just kind of think about, you know, what could go wrong, bring backups, um, just kind of, you know, be prepared. Um, especially on a lot of like, you know, lower budget shoots where you just, you have to kind of wrangle everything in and just bring just the essentials or what you have. Just kind of think about, you know, think outside the box and like how you can make something happen. I, I know um, a lot of the times here at LMC, just bringing a roll of gaff tape has saved like hundreds of shoots. Gaff tape saves lives. Yes. It Not does. just shoots, it saves lives. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That, you know what? If we ever want to start selling shirts, Copyright. there you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just as a photo standpoint from, from my own, you know, uh, work. Um, I just like to kind of tell people just be different and be dynamic. Um, if you have an idea of a shoot or something that you're doing, think about other people that have done it before and think about how you can stand out from those other people and just you know, add your own twist to something. So, so it's, good. it's good in a way to know. I, I used to have this conversation with a friend in film school where we would, he, would, he was convinced that if he watched films – he couldn't make his own films because he'd always be finding something <laughs> that someone else did and he couldn't claim it as his own. And we would always get into arguments about whether, you know, that that was not a good idea. And he will remain nameless, but I hope he's listening to this. He just had a kid and his wife, so you know who you are if you're hearing this. But uh, it's always good to know. You can always learn from what's out there. That would be my production tip is, you know, immerse yourself in the world so that you can gain ideas. You know, Tarantino is a master thief. But uh, he does make it into his own way. So uh, I'm sure that we can have a whole other conversation about how we feel about Tarantino. We'll leave that to another time. Uh, Miss Dina, pre-production Schumacher. Okay, I actually didn't have anything about pre-production in here because I just naturally assume everybody's going to do it regardless. But pre-production is the art of planning your shoot ahead of time, just in case you guys don't, don't know what the prefix pre means. All right. So the tips I was actually going to give um, are are pretty basic. And also the only thing I've ever found valuable in reading a fashion magazine is something I've brought to production. And that is clear mascara. Clear mascara 
is a big help on set when you have wispy hair, especially if you're a blonde with a black background. One little hair sticking up can attract so much light and be so distracting that clear mascara is your savior. It's better than gel. It's better than hairspray. Hairspray has too much weight. Gel is too thick as well and doesn't quite control it. But clear mm-hmm. mascara not only has a very fine wand, wand on it, but the whatever it's made of is exactly perfect for those wisps. So this is a production tip, but this is also a general life tip if you wanted to keep track of your little baby hairs and stuff like that. And I mean, it's a minor thing, but if you really need to look good, you don't want there to be distractions like this like golden flake off the top of your head. So clear mascara is the way to go. Um, I never knew that. I know. I never. I am learning. Yeah, everyone, this is like the the only gem I really have that's unique is like I, I found that, I stole it, I brought it in. Everyone is always amazed whenever I bring that on set and like take care and take care of the wisp. They're like, do you have any of that stuff? You know, like it's... <laughs> you start peddling that yeah, on the side. You know, I, got, I got some clear mascara for you, don't worry. Okay. Um, another thing is everybody's always like, you know, can you put out the lens on the camera that takes away 10 pounds versus adding 10 pounds? Now the whole 10 pound thing... I don't see it. I've never seen. I've never seen that. Like looking through the lens, looking at the person in real life, I don't feel like the camera does that. However, if you shoot something at a slightly upward, like downward angle, down on the person, it's really flattering because it eliminates the double chin. Um, I want that. (laughs) um, You know, uh, usually in production, we say high angles make someone look small and and look intimidated, and that's a, a technique used in film. But if it's not such a drastic degree, it's going to be a flattering shot. So that's one thing that you guys can do. And lighting as well plays a key component lighting well lighting is everything lighting's the world (laughs) so which type of light takes off about 25 oh my god um uh white walls try not to shoot with white walls however when you're on location and you don't have any option because white walls are super reflective you don't have any option but to shoot white walls make sure your talent is not standing right in front of it give a little bit of space because shadows are terrible and really don't look that great so you want to give a distance of like four to six feet i mean this is also uh, a tip for using green screen you don't want your shadow on the green screen because that creates a darker color and that's a little bit difficult to key and match up with the rest of the screen that's lit so separate your subject from the wall and give a little distance so you can avoid that um and And that's a good tip in general really is to is to distance your subject from their from their background yeah to give a nice because you're the depth of field that go not just shadows but also the depth of field so that way your subject is pristine and crisp and the background's a little blurry and it really makes your subject pop i think that's all i'm going to offer for today because we're going a little long and and one other thing that i just want to throw in Mm -hmm. there really quickly is to when we talk about backgrounds not setting your your subject in front of a window if you're inside. That is just going to kill your shot. That was my number two that I had skipped over. (laughs) But it's actually also, it's backlighting, is be careful of that backlighting. And you can't fight the sun. The sun is always going to be brighter than anything else you're bringing in there. So that's right. windows are not good for that. Your subject should always be the brightest when when possible. Absolutely. And um, just to kind of piggyback off the lighting and everything, just to interject, um, if you're working with photos and you have, uh, you need to use a flash, I recommend just try not to use a flash as much as possible, but if you do need to, um, working with one that you can kind of aim at a wall or bounce off the ceiling is best because then you'll 
reduce a lot of those harsh shadows and but bouncing is huge like if you don't have a full Mm -hmm. light kit but you do have a wall you could bounce the light off the wall it'll create this Mm -hmm. nice spread of soft light and you'll look good because if you have like even like a desk lamp these are like one of the classes i was going to offer here were tips for social media for like when you're taking videos or photos for yourself you know you don't want to come to lmc and borrow our equipment which is free for residents and members of lmc but if you don't want to do that you can work with your stuff at home and bounce is one of those techniques that really can improve the what it looks like without having to get the equipment like all the fancy equipment to do it absolutely and for anyone listening if you are interested in some sort of a lighting class you can contact dina at d schumacher at lmctv.org or you can call us at 914-381-2002 dina's extension is 206 so she'd be happy to know if you're out there listening and you want some tidbits on lighting She'd be happy to help you. Sibylla, what do you have for tips? Uh, as a trained journalist like Rob Moretti. Sorry, Moretti. Sorry. One part of uh, pre-production is uh, practicing uh, what you're going to say. Um, I've told reporters that I've worked with even before you come to a shoot, obviously do research. Google is your best friend. And uh, write down something that you think you might say on camera um, and practice that, especially you know dealing with people's names. That's a big thing for me because mine has been butchered <laughs> since I was born. Uh, so yeah, touche, touche. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's Stefan, and I've called him Steven many a time. And now that I'm full-time, I I still mess up, so my apologies. Um, (laughs) um, Practicing also helps with nerves. Um, I think nerves are still a good thing in a way. Um, It's okay to be a little nervous and not to focus too much on that. And, you know, to breathe. Even I forget to breathe as a producer. (laughs) You know, how you were talking, uh, Stefan, about being, you know, prepared. You know, things can go wrong. Anything that can usually does but also taking consideration that whoever you're interviewing is going to be nervous or you know if they're not a seasoned uh, on-air personality they're going to be nervous and Mm -hmm. start with soft questions so that way they get the answers out and then get to the meat of what you need to to answer well i usually have them do something silly that really releases the tension no it does and Mm -hmm. you know having a laugh right before you start recording and you know i i i do do that. I was actually going to segue into that, but I mean, that's the connection today. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) 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 Definitely. Also, yeah, talk to your subject. If they are nervous, you know, just tell them to relax. Um, One of the things or, you know, techniques I like to do is to have subjects talk looking off like just to the side of the camera a lot of the times I'll also tell people, especially when I'm shooting B-roll, pretend I'm not here. I'm, I'm not here act natural see i um, do the opposite but yeah. it's a different format <laughs> yeah okay. so yeah i think definitely yeah practice does make perfect and you know failing to plan is planning to fail i don't want to hear that here. dina I like, I so like as that. as we're going around this table we keep hearing uh kind of a through line if you will which is to think before you do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pre-production, pre-production, pre-production. As much planning as you can do before you step on that set, the better off you will be. Mm-hmm. Sharon, what do you got for us? 
Well, I have a fact sheet that I like to give my guests um, that just ha is an overview of everything that's going to happen. So oh, if I they have. It's just a sheet that said facts all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's facts about what's going to happen on the show. You know, what to wear, what time we're going to meet. What not to wear. Yeah, what exactly. It has wear. that too. Um, where to park. I mean, little basic things, how to contact me, because mm -hmm. sometimes um, things happen and people don't have your number and they're nervous and whatever, so they can just, they have that information or email where the studio is located. It I is not um, in the police office by the way yes and, <laughs> and we are not located at Dwayne Reed down in the post office oh which we have learned LMC TV is located at 740 West Boston yes. Post Road next to Mamaroneck High School and across from I've Boston taken Market. Across people, from Boston have, people has, have gone to the old I've taken location. Yeah. Ubers to the Homex place and yeah. I look up and they're like we're here I'm like this is not where I work right and when I almost got into an argument with an Uber driver once, and I was like, I know where I work. This is not it. This is yeah. Google Maps. This. I had this happen to someone that <laughs> I, think uh, if I was they, hiring recently. If they don't update their maps. LMC TV, if you Google that in Google Maps, will take you here. If you type in 740 West Boston Post Road, for some reason, it takes you down near the Homics. Mm. Right. Right. And that so, needs to be fixed. So don't go to the Homics if you're looking for us, people. Next to Mamaroneck High School, across the street from Boston Market. Maybe it does that because it's a town property. No. No? I'm, okay, I'm just putting it out there. Sharon, anything else on your checklist? <clears throat> um, that's, that's basically the only thing. Um, since my format, my format is talk show, so it's a little different. So I usually tell the guests, to you're talking to me, you're not talking to anybody else who's here. So don't worry about it. Just listen to the questions and, you know, answer it answer it the best way that you feel you can do and just relax and usually what happens by the time the show is over they're like oh my god a half an hour already yes so yeah I love it know. when you forget they forget like they're so nervous to begin with and they start answering questions and they forget that they're even on a television show like you're mm -hmm. focused on the the host and like answering the questions and the topic and then all of a sudden they'll look to their left and be like oh my god there's a crew in lights here it's <laughs> <laughs> great but i have been on the other side and um if 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 the host doesn't take control of the show then the guests can get a little lost mm -hmm. like what what do you want to ask me i don't understand what i'm supposed to ask so you, the host has to have some control over the show and, and, and the show's direction and pay attention and listen to the questions so you know where to lead the conversation. What about if the opposite happens? The guest seems to be taking over. Oh, that's yeah. someone, I, I call that a person who's trained in sound bites. And they're, used, they're probably trained how to answer questions and what to say. So I think you have to listen to the you have to listen to their responses and then redirect the question or answer or ask it a different way sometimes that's kind of hard on the fly if the questions are going in a certain direction but you should always try and bring it back to the questions that you want that you want answered and if they persist then i would move on and ask something else
Excellent advice. Uh, I will leave everyone with storyboarding, which is my favorite Ooh. production tip and the thing that saves you the most amount of time on any set, whether it's television or film. Uh, storyboards, for anyone who doesn't know, are basically comic strips. So these are drawings of the type of shot that you want, a description of the action, a description of the camera movements, if there are any. Uh, what this allows you to do is really uh, <clears throat> notate what's going on and communicate with your crew so that everyone has an idea of what vision you were trying to achieve. Uh, one of the things that we just did recently this weekend on our film Dead Air is that we printed out our storyboards and we attached them to foam core and we had each and every shot that we were going to try to accomplish on that on that board so that not only did people see what shots we were trying to accomplish but but you can also uh, easily pull them up as we're going along and trying to figure out okay what is coming next what shots are next so um, definitely something worth exploring whether you're doing uh, if it's a, a newscast or, or a short film or feature-length film, all of those will help you in your production. Or, or a music commercial. video. Do you right. have to know how to draw? No, that? that's the no, key. No, absolutely not. Because that stops now? people. Yes. That stops people so much from doing, but it doesn't matter because it's just really a guide, a guide of like what it should look like. You know, I was, I was a, a, a blooming artist, Sharon, when I was in third grade, <laughs> and I was at the top of my class. And then for whatever reason... Something just said, all right, that's it. You're stopping here. So my artistic skills are reached my pinnacle in third grade. So if you look at my draw, like I was in all the programs, you know, art, art uh, illustrations by Matt Sullivan. You didn't see that in fourth grade. But um, so, so I am at a third grade level of illustrating, but uh, you may see sti stick figures on my storyboards. It doesn't matter yeah, as I, long as you're showing everyone on your crew and the actors mm -hmm what it is that you're going for. Don't be afraid if you were no Picasso. I can attest to that seeing third grade drawings is helpful than seeing no drawings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So is there a way to get um, a feel for what a storyboard should look like? Comic books are exactly yeah. what storyboards are. Mm -hmm. It's a flash of an image of like the camera, the angle you even see with lines where the, the, the movement is going. Mm -hmm. And then there's a little caption of what dialogue's happening. That's it. That's a storyboard. Right. And that's why Marvel is like pumping out these movies because all these comics are already made. The storyboards are done. That's right. <laughs> wow. Exactly. That's and cool. on that note, we're going to throw it to a quick little commercial break. We will be right back with some LMC cast. Are you walking along and see a wire hanging loose? Calf tape. Are you walking around and seeing a picture frame that's not exactly hung the right way? Cap tape. Are you doing anything in life that requires something to be taped? Gaff tape. That's right, folks. You can use gaff tape. It is the greatest invention ever, and it saves lives. So, on your next production, make sure you book gaff tape. Love that gaff tape. All right, we are back, LMC Cast. We're gonna wrap up our show today and find out what is going on in the world of our staff. So, Rob Moretti. Uh, I've been told it's time for the Rosie Report. So uh, the young one is six months old now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, half birthday. with a nice half birthday yeah. cake. Half of a cake for her half birthday. <laughs> um, the other half came brilliant. to this office. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh my God, that was delicious. Mm. Was well, a good cake. Yes. 
Uh, she loves avocados, awesome. so that's fun. Yes. <laughs> Little impromptu guacamole. Guacababy. Guacababy. Yes, guacababy. Not crawling yet, but starting to like get in the position there. So oh, my life will so be over exciting. soon. <laughs> Your days are numbered. Right? Exactly. You know what'll help keep her still? Gaff tape. tape. <laughs> yes. Don't know how the wife will feel about that one. I know how the uh, child, child labor or child labor. Child protection <laughs> services. Child protection services will feel about that. Yeah. Child labor. Yeah. Put her to put her to work putting down that gaff tape. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Stefan, what's uh, what's up in, in your world? Um, right now, just uh, nothing much. Uh, I'm trying to get ready for Halloween. Get some thoughts in there. Um, Do we have a costume picked out? He usually has not pretty just yet, damn good oh, yeah. but um, still sh- thinking on stuff. Little yeah. Shavahara was pretty yes. badass. That yeah, was, that was good. Mm-hmm. I think that was the highlight. You just do that every year. And yeah, no pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and the puppy. So, uh, was it Rocky Horror Picture Show came out in '75? Mm. Was the anniversary sometime this week? Sorry. Yes. Ooh. Thanks, Rocky. Yeah, and um, just kind of getting the idea rolling for the Christmas card. I was going to ask about that. For those of you who don't know, this is an LMC TV legend. Uh, Stefan and his wife are in, put together the most incredible Christmas card that is usually themed, uh, culturally themed, if you will. Last year was uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Yes, yes it was. Uh, what are some of the other years that we had? Um, the year before was uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I throw yeah. out all my family's Christmas cards, but I keep Stefan's. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan's are yes. definitely keepers for sure. Yeah. We should we should create a wall here that has yeah, all of your uh, yeah, Christmas cards. Yeah, one year idea. was what dynamite or something. Well, we it was our first uh, Christmas as a married couple, so we thought, what better way to introduce everyone to our first Christmas than to have it be the most destructive thing ever and there was fire and electricity and screaming eagle screaming no well that was something else (laughs) (laughs) yes and uh santa claus falling through the ceiling and stuff like that so um yeah it's it's been hard trying to top that every year but you know i think you're you're doing it you're doing a year after year better and better Mm -hmm. we do have a very interesting one that i think is gonna be pretty cool so i'm excited all right, we're looking forward okay, to I'm it. Shu, what you got? Uh, just, again, you know, pawns and pieces happening. We're doing ACM in two weeks. We're going community media day. I just want to make sure all that, that is out there, which is why we're not going to have a podcast, a new podcast for a while. we got a lot going on at LMC. Personally, told you, pawns and pieces. Uh, finishing up Dead Air this weekend, which is exciting. Whoop, whoop. Um, uh, this week, Last weekend, we, we were shooting Dead Air here at LMC TV um, in the studio. Um, and two things that were awesome about that, and I'm sure you can go in more detail about it, uh, about the drive-in setup, uh, the the production problems, the good production problems we have, but how we had cops on both sets, um, <laughs> the sm- the how we fogged out the complete third floor of the town center, and uh, just wanted to say that a uh, big shout out to Dave Golden Ryneck, uh, oh, video teacher. Dave, he uh, not only he volunteered to be an extra in the film, brought his song along, but really it's just because like he was out there to support his students and like that Aww. makes me so like happy and 
proud of him as a teacher. Like That's this right. is Absolutely. this is like a dream teacher. No, well, I mean, uh, shout out to oh, Emily yeah, Dumbroff yeah. as well because yes. she. Okay. I was not her student, however, she also was an extra on one of my first uh, horror films. Not an extra. Oh, she had a part. That. She was the first one to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, it's a general. I, I kind of love the video teachers here in the Rhineck Mamaronek area. And it's like for reasons like that, where you guys are involved and you're caring about your students, you're caring about stuff that's going on that really like makes me like. Didn't she do a voiceover yeah. for you too? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't remember that at this point. But, but just like for that stuff and like because he had two students he had the writer as well as the dp of the project right. were his former students so he right. came out and really supported them so who dave golden right and before emily dombroff was at maronic high school we have mike witch uh lmc tv vice president who was uh instrumental uh and a mentor for me as well so and, and many others so uh video teachers here doing excellent work keep up the good work and thank you guys for everything that you continue to i do. feel like we could have a where in the world are mike which students because i have yet to go with them to like another state or anything like that where they're like someone's like mike which like you you were my teacher you know like he's taught so many students yeah. that like they're all over the place and he can't he can't go anywhere without running into and them I, right. and Iona loving too. them yeah, yeah and i own it as well yeah that's right so Sabella, what you got uh as dina mentioned we have the conference coming up uh so yeah we'll be off the air for a while um i'm you know just trying to keep busy and create content for the show I just remembered something that's happening next month uh, regarding the legalization of marijuana. So there's going to be a listening session in New Rochelle on October 17th. Like listening to some awesome music or? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Nelson will be making it for the parents. It's a chance for people to basically give their opinions um, about the, you know the I guess initiative push if you will um, earlier this year something had passed um, oh there was a study released called the assessment of potential impact of regulated marijuana in New York State in July which found that the positive effects of a regulated market in New York would outweigh the potential negative effects of course we've seen that in other states in the country that have um, already legalized it recreationally, especially, especially, sorry. So I was thinking about having a medical marijuana um, roundtable um, and also to, I guess, explain <laughs> this really complex plant. You know, there's THC, which is what, I guess, gets you high, if you will, <laughs> and a CBD that doesn't, but it has, you know... Medicinal properties that are, yeah. I've seen doing CBD products sold especially in smoke shops and um i'll be going to a cbd infused dinner soon so <laughs> i'll report back on that yeah sounds but, delicious but what i've heard of it is it doesn't create that same thing that everybody's like really cautious about no hallucinations or whatever else That's it's really thing. like if you're in pain like it kind of alleviates people need that. to learn yeah the difference between the, these two main compounds of marijuana they are different hmm. so yeah thc that's what makes you feel loose and whatever and cbd is a bit more mellow and you know doesn't i guess mess with you head so much so yeah All we'll right. find out more i guess that's well, great far out man stay tuned you don't have to smoke it <clears throat> well i'm just wondering 
it's good but yeah it, can it comes topical, in like any form yeah any yeah. form yeah i learned something there yeah it's like ed- edible or top like yeah creams yeah. and sprays and stuff yeah everything it's everything everything mm-hmm. all right share well we're shooting a new episode of curious tonight and my guest is robert paleo he's a tenor and a composer and we're going to talk about singing and i might sing Ugh. Oh, I, you may get me to tune this in. Exciting. <laughs> be kind. Just be kind. Um, I, on a personal note, I'm sewing my uh, rakasu, which is a Yay. Buddhist robe, and it's supposed to be done by the end of the month. And I only sewed the strap. You could do it. Oh my God. You, you could have do no it. Idea. So wait. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like a little stressed out. But the point is to. Um, look at yourself and how you're reacting to the sewing itself. How how you're reacting to what itself? The sewing. The sewing. The sewing. Yeah, it's oh. like the whole it's process like, is it's like putting wow. together a puzzle. Mm-hmm. So in theory, you're putting together yourself. Oh. In the process, so wow. it's a little. This we are getting very philosophical at this table, <laughs> folks. Yeah, that's no joke. I'm very proud that's of cool. you. That's awesome. Thank you. I'll let you know if I finish and make it. You will. Yes, you, you will. will. You will. Future episode, you will. I'm with you, Rob. I, I wish you, I wish you much luck on this journey, Sharon, and I have no doubt that you will complete it. So it's going to look wonderful. I the tiger. I the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I'll just wrap up and say that we are finishing Dead Air this weekend. Dead Air is the short film we've been producing. Uh, it takes place at a radio station on Halloween night. DJ Mickey Monstro is spinning his jams to the ghouls and gals, listening to 101.5 Rock and Roxanne Radio. And uh, he unleashes the ghosts of the station's past. So uh, this past weekend we had a really fun shoot. We shot and create, recreated a, an 80s-style rock video with a lot of different background actors and fog machines and awesome lights. Uh, thank you, DNR, for, uh, for contributing those lights to us for the shoot. And then we went outside, and we actually recreated a drive-in movie theater, which was awesome. So uh, we used a, a blow-up screen. Uh, we used uh, we, we classic, had built classic, classic cars. cars. We oh, built uh, those classic-looking drive-in speakers that would you know, hang you, on, on your car windows. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Carrera, for that. Uh, I want to thank uh, everyone for their help between the town and the village rec department and uh, the police departments and everyone and uh, apologize to our neighbors if we made a little too much noise but uh, I'm sure that when you see the product you'll be very proud and very very uh, glad that you you let us stick it through so speaking of uh, police department it was kind of fun the first night and stressful of course in the moment it's really stressful when you hear the sirens coming down the street for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah all the things that happen on a on a on a movie set, uh, we 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 had fogged out the garage we were shooting in, and uh, it set off an alarm. So uh, we production were able- halted. Fire, police, EMS showed up. We're like, hey guys, we're shooting a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a separate episode talking about your experiences and even. Invite Chris Lavinia. Why not? Yeah, not sure. Bad you could absolutely do that. Right. But uh, it's a it's a great experience, and 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 I will say, you know, just the amount of support that we had from uh, donors to crew and cast Go and, find me. and everyone uh, <laughs> really really helped make this production memorable and enjoyable. Uh, making films is one of the greatest things that that I can 
personally think of doing, and uh, it, it, it's such a part of my heart and soul. So I want to thank everybody who, who let that part of me stand out and uh, be alive and well and thriving. So uh, with that, I want to wrap up this week's episode of LMC Cast. Thank all of you for listening. And if anyone is interested in becoming a sponsor of this program, please do not hesitate to call us at the studio, 914-381-2002. And you can ask for Matt Sullivan, and we'll tell you how you can do that. So until the next time, when we see you guys, be well and uh, take care.